listening to the LIF Podcast with Pat. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to the LIF Podcast with Pat. Uh, today's episode got a special guest, one of my former teammates, man, a brother of mine, great friend, uh, Franz Massanat. So uh, welcome, Franz, man. What's up, bro? What's up, man? Thanks for having me on your show. You know, <laughs> I see I see we all doing different things during this pandemic, so I'm happy to see you doing this. So, bro, it's fun, so, man. It's fun, man. It's fun, bro. Um, how you holding up, man? I know I know you still crossing waters, man. How you, how you holding up? Uh, man, I can't lie. Like, it's definitely changing. It's, like, shocking a little bit. I mean, mentally, you know, you got to go through things. Physically, you kind of go through things. I mean, once basketball started, things got a little bit better, but it's something that nobody could really predict, you know. Uh, where I'm at, I'm in Andorra. We was on lockdown 24 hours, could only come outside for groceries or pharmacy. That was crazy, you know. You spend your whole day in the house. But you could do that for a week. You chilling, you know what I mean. But when you do it for a month and a half, it's like, damn. So when things start to open up a little bit more, they let you outside for one hour every other day. I'm like, yo, yo, this is crazy, yo, you know. So, Bro, I know it, man, because, like, I mean, like, when I was overseas, it was a little bit different, but I know a bunch of guys, everybody going through it differently, depending on the country, depending on where you're at. So, uh, I know that's crazy, man. Uh, I, I can't explain. I don't know how I would do it, to be honest with you. <laughs> and then, like, being alone and all of that, it's like, man, you kind of really got to – mentally, it's just challenging you. That's it. But uh, once you come up with, like, a routine, the team gave us, like, bikes and all that. Start cycling. You you start cooking more. I said, Yo, you know I'm master chef now. <laughs> our, first, our first years, I couldn't even make spaghetti, but now <laughs> I'm master chef now. But you get into a routine of things, things become a lot better. Bro, I know it, man. So look, to, to, for all the viewers and the people that are listening and watching, man, just kind of give them a little. I mean, it could be small, a little background of like where you from in the states, and you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm from Jersey. Uh, I went to college at in Drexel University. Uh, I was there four years. Of course, it was pretty good. I was pretty good too. Then uh, signed my first year contract uh, at NBC in Germany, the BBL. That's where we met. We played together. Mm-hmm. Man, thank God I had you. Shit. <laughs> thank God I had you, bro. They was ready to send my ass home, like preseason. But you feel me? You helped me out. Stuck with it. Got through it. Uh, Second year, I ended up going back. You know, I got comfortable. I was a better player. And from there, signed a three-year deal uh, with Oldenburg in Germany, one of the top teams there. So everything kind of worked out from there. And then after I was done there, you know, uh, signed my first year here in Spain, playing in Euro Cup. So everything is just a progression, you know. I keep going up, keep working hard to get where I'm at, and just keep trying to strive. Bro, that's a, that's a testament to just grinding, bro, because, like, I mean, everybody got different stories. Everybody got different journeys, bro. And um, I saw it firsthand, cause you know what I'm yeah. saying. Like with your first year and stuff, with like, like you said, we was teammates, bro. And it was like, it wasn't sweet, you know what I'm saying. And uh, to to see you where you at now, bro, I'm so happy, bro. And so like, just proud to see like you know the growth and everything that you did and moved up, moved up. But that's a testament to to your grind and your work, you know. Bro, I remember when I was sick. 
Remember when I was sick and I was staying in your apartment, yo? Oh, my gosh. You was taking care of me and all that. I'm like, oh, man, man for life. Bro, we brothers, bro. Like, I was you know sick it. during the season. I know I was going through it, but that's what that's what kind of helped a lot of dudes out. You know, they kind of got an older person that, that walked them through it. You know, like, thankful for you. You walked me through it. You know what I mean? Like, mentally got me through it sometimes. Like, that's how, that's how it is. You know, you do that and then you do it to other people. Definitely, bro. Um... So, are you you went to Drexel? You kind of went around and stuff like that, but you went to Drexel. Like, explain a little bit, like what you're recruiting, though, man. So, like, why why you end up, you know, going to Drexel? Yeah, my recruitment. I was always like a mid major recruiter, you know, recruitment. Um, I never really was a high major recruitment. I should have been. I thought so, but I mean, I went for what was best for me. You know, uh, had schools from like the CAA to the MAC or like Ryder. Uh, Ivy League schools and honestly I picked the the best decision that was good for me and honestly it was good for my family too because they was able to come see me play it's in Philly I'm from Jersey that's like an hour drive hour 15 drive it's right in the city so it was pretty good for me to do that uh and plus it was a good school but you know how that goes so, I know uh, I, I know y'all had a lot of success though I know y'all had a lot of success right. exactly my first my freshman year I started as a freshman. Uh, we won 21, t- lost 10 games. Second year, oh, I made rookie team. Second year, I think, second year, ooh. Second year, we won 29. Dang. I don't like this, but we got snubbed. Yeah, we got snubbed for making an NCAA tournament. Uh, but we won a lot of games. I played really well. I was runner up for player of the year as a sophomore. Uh, and then my junior year, we kind of lost like our, our core team. We didn't make we wasn't really good, but I still kind of did what I had to do. Senior year, I did well too. So all four years, I made a team in college in the CAA, uh, and that's what kind of helped me like get to where I am today. You know, after that, then the agent recruitment started, and that's just everything went from there. So, hey, with with being so successful, you know, what I'm saying through college, individually, and you know, as a team. Um, how did that transition to going into pro now to where, like, damn, they got to start from the bottom again? You know what I'm saying? Right. So so how did that go with your first year, you know, little, going NBC? It's a little different because over here, uh, everybody teach, like, it's all about how you fight. You know, it's not – if you lose, it's okay, but you got to fight. You got to fight. And when you're in the States, it's like – if you lose, you ready to, like, not talk to nobody. You know what I mean? Like, it's about winning. It's about winning. So, I remember we had a meeting at NBC. We, like, how many how many games do you think we should win this year? Dudes was, like, nine, ten. I'm, like, huh? Hey, we play all these games. We should at least win, like, 18 of them. What you mean? Like, but, uh, you kind of had to adjust. And then I was the young guy on the team. So, I just kind of kept myself quiet and just worked hard. You know what I mean? Like, because I knew I wasn't – I'm not the person going to get a ball – at the end of the game, you was the bull, actually. You know, so I even <laughs> st- I had to step back there too. Like, yo, so, what? You just gotta learn. You just gotta learn. So you kind of gotta learn. You at the top in college, you come back, you work your way. I mean, you at the bottom, you just gotta work your way back up. Bro, I know, cause um, like it's crazy that season. Like that was probably one of my better years. And you was a rookie just coming in, and I was just like, man, it's something about this dude, bro. Like I don't know, man. I don't know where it's gonna take him, man. But I just feel like I should try to help him as much as I could. You know what I'm saying? Cause I didn't really have that as much because when I first started, I went to teams where there wasn't dudes that was, I guess, not vets, but, like, dudes that had played a couple years. We was all young, like, my first year out. So, like, we were all rookies. 
So like we teaching each other, we don't know nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like so we didn't really know. That's true though. That's true, bro. It's so important to have somebody that been through it. That's experience, yo, for real. We didn't even know, man. But um so you play NBC and uh now we're gonna transition a little bit, you know, away from your career for a second. So I know that you do like, you know, this scholarship fund and you do like a, a summer league. So kind of talk a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, where I'm from, it's like, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. You could basically say it's crazy. You know, it's like a lot of people don't really make it to a, even if you're talking basketball, a higher level, you know? So uh, then the city just a little bit out of control right now. So this is like where I'm from, I'm from Trenton, New Jersey, you know? So it's like, uh, this is my home. This is where I'm from. This is the people there. I love the people. The people love me. They show me love all the time. So I always wanted to be able to give back, you know, like even when I was getting a little bit of money, I always tried to give back. That's when I first started the scholarship. You know what I mean? Like kids in my high school, um, they do essays. We read the essays. We pick the, the person because I remember when I was in high school, uh, I won a thousand dollar scholarship. And with this scholarship, I brought a MacBook Pro. And I still got the MacBook till today, you know? So it's like, and I graduated high school in 2010. So for me, that helped me out a long way. So uh, I started doing scholarships, also did the camps. Um, I just tried to be present in my city as much as possible. Last year, I started a basketball league, the Alumni Basketball League. It's like all the high schools in the area. They put together like uh, teams that they played with in high school and we all just come out, you know? And it was real successful. Like for me, my goal was to, get people in the gym and get kind of people off the streets. You know what I mean? Like get people to come, come see something, you know, instead of just being outside, like more than ever now, like the city needs something like this more than ever now. Cause outside is crazy where I'm from, you know, like the little kids, the young boys, they need, they need more of a guidance. So it's like every year I'm trying to do something to just better the generation behind me. No, I, bro, I agree, bro. Cause me, I'll be seeing you do stuff and it motivate me to do stuff because, okay, you're from a bigger city. Like, Trenton is, is much bigger, like, than, than where I'm from. I'm from a little town, man, but we got the same type of issues, same type of problems, same stuff that go on. So I try to do little things like my camp that I do, and, and now I got a, a bunch of ideas and stuff I want to do, too. So, like, you be motivating me. You don't even know, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you can have all my ideas. Like, whatever going, whatever's going to work for all of us, you feel me? I'm for it. You know what I mean? I never been the type to nah. I ain't trying to get a game to nobody. We could all we could all grow together. That's a hey. That, that's the, that's how we make progress. You know what I'm saying with with certain stuff, man. And to help these young, like you said, these young fellas, young ladies, everybody out, like to try to you know see, or to show them that's like it's a light at the end of the tunnel, man. It's not just one way to go, man. You got so many different avenues and different things you can do. 100%. Um, but uh, okay, so so now we go back and you know to your career. So now you're in Spain. You in Andorra? Uh, just talk a little bit about your experience. I know this is a weird experience because, like, COVID is your first season there, and COVID happens. So, like, just you know, talk a little bit about the season a little bit and ACB and, and stuff like that. Even for me, uh, the whole situation been kind of like a whole learning situation. Again, I was in Germany for five years playing, and in Germany, it's more slow. It's more physical. You know, I'm one of the fastest, I'm one of the most agile players, you know what I mean? So it was easy for me. Physicality was cool, but when you come to Spain, it's all about how fast you can move, next defense, 
uh, yellows and like all of this other stuff that I kind of had to learn, you know, everybody moving fast. I'm like, yo, what is going on? You know, like, so even all preseason, like I was terrible in preseason because I'm just trying to catch up with like systems, how teams is playing. But it was a, it was a good adjustment, you know. Once once I kind of got adjusted, it, I kind of like became comfortable with who I was as a player and who I, my role on the team. You know what I mean? So uh, I would say at the beginning of the year it was definitely shaky for me, but uh, I, I I give it to my coach. He's still with me. You know what I mean? He always try to like make me feel comfortable and just keep learning me. He ain't like, all right, we need to find somebody else because you know some teams they do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know so, it. Uh, <laughs> I know it. Right. Right, they they ready to look for the next guy, but he stuck with me. He kind of seen like what I could, who I could be in the league. You know what I mean? So, I would say after a couple games, I kind of figured it out. You know what I mean? Like the pick and rolls, the defending, everything kind of became easier. Uh, Cause the ACB tough. I ain't gonna lie, the, the ACB harder than Euro Cup in my eyes. Like, <laughs> cause yo. <laughs> these teams here like all the all the teams from top to bottom you know everybody I mean? bro and that's what when i played there that's what i noticed like literally one through what 18 like oh, any oh, night bro you could lose yeah. like it don't matter and then then you come from a euro cup game any game like you come from a champions league euro cup euro league and then you play a team that's been sitting and waiting for you ready the whole time. <laughs> they ready yo <laughs> it's like oh my god so when you when you kind of adjust to that, uh, it, it become it become easier. But I would think now, like for me, I kind of understand the ACB, I understand the play, like I understand the players. You know what I mean? So my hopefully my second year in the ACB always going to be better. It's going to be better than my first year. But I would say, if the season were to end today, it, I would have had a good year. You know, mm-hmm. bro, it's all about adjusting. Like, cause every league different, and, and you had never played out of uh, out of Germany, so. Of course, this is foreign to you. That's like coming in as a, almost like a rookie, bro. You just like, okay, this is different. So, like, the style of play is different for sure. And, and I know, of course, because I, I did that too. But um, you touched on on how, you know, y'all been dealing with COVID and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. touch, touch back on that, man. Like, because, okay, like, they, they canceled. I mean, not canceled. They postponed the season. But now I'm seeing a bunch of people, uh, places, they're thinking about, oh, well, let's bring it back. I mean. I don't really agree with it personally, but right. like the the top of the top just canceled yearly. So, right. what is your opinion on it? I mean, because I know they about to make some decisions, you know, pretty soon. What's your opinion uh, on you know if they should stop it or, or, or different stuff like that? And also, like, why the heck you stayed there? You know what I'm saying? Like, why you stayed? Whatever everybody dipped. Like, you know, just kind of touch on that a little bit. Man, I think they kind of handled the situation wrong here. You know, like. Uh... All right, once we find out this is about to happen, because we kind of seen it with Italy a little bit, you know, like they even told us, like, it's going to be like a hill. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to take two months to get there and it's going to take some time to get back down. You know what I mean? But I think, like, they should have been like, you know what, you guys go home, season start, you guys come back again. But, I mean, every team going to tell you, you don't know, we don't know what was going on. Like, you can't predict what's going to happen. But uh, I just don't think the team wanted us to go home. You know what I mean? Like, they wanted us to be here. Like, again, they – we don't know what's going to happen, but, all right, that's that's their decision or whatever. You stay, you, you rock out with it. You know what I mean? Um, but now that uh, we kind of at the end of it now and things is opening back up, 
I'm pretty sure we're going to play now. You know what I mean? Uh, if they make the decision on Thursday, but uh, if we play, we're going to play in Valencia. I, I'm pretty sure Valencia mm-hmm. this is not like what they're saying. We play in Valencia. We're going to have to be there for like 20 days. You know what I mean? And uh, so we got to go a week before. We got to play like a friendly game. And then you play five games. And then they have a semifinal in the championship. Okay. Okay. So it's it's like to the thirteenth to like the the thirtieth, you know. So uh, if they do it like that, I'm okay, I'm okay with it. All right, I'll lose, I'll leave by June thirtieth. Now the issue is if you gotta come back August tenth, August fifteenth, it's like it's, yo, it's no break, bro. <laughs> I mean, we just had two preseasons in a year, and we coming back for another preseason, bro. You know, so uh, I don't know. They gotta. They got a job, a big thing on their hands, but uh, our situation is if we play, we get all our money. You know what I mean? So, shit, try to get play. your bread. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. If we play, we get all our money. But I just wish they would have said from the beginning, yo, y'all go home, and if you come, I mean, if we start again, you guys come back. You know, but again, I'm no doctor. They don't, we don't know. Nobody knows. So that's just how it go. Yeah, like this thing then affected the whole world. It ain't just like one little region or one little piece. It's like everywhere in the entire world. So I don't know, man. Like, like I said, my situation was a little bit different in in Romania. Like they hopped on it so fast. Like we had just came back from Germany. We played in uh, FIBA. We was in like the quarterfinals of FIBA, and we played Bayreuth actually. And uh, literally right when we touched back down, it was like, all right, um, y'all might want to get y'all flights to go home. If not, y'all gonna be stuck here. And we was like, we was like, uh, okay. So the club I was with actually did a really good job of like communicating with us. And like, we sat down as a whole team organization. It was like, look, this is what we can offer you. Like, I'm just, we just being real with y'all. This is what we can offer y'all. You could either take it or you could try to negotiate, but I'm going to just be honest with you. Ain't going to really be no negotiating because this is what it is, you know? Right, right. So, I mean, for me, for them, for them to still compensate us in, in a good way, it was actually like really good. Like some places, man, dudes ain't get nothing. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. so it's some places where if we play, dudes still don't get nothing. Like they still take that. L, you get what I'm saying? But uh, I, I do wish our team kind of did that a little bit. What y'all team did? Like, yo, listen, this is what we got for y'all. If it start back, y'all get this. If it don't, then listen. We, I mean, but the communication was just a little. It was a little difficult. But mm-hmm. shit. It's business. They got to take care of themselves. We got to take care of ourselves. You know what I mean? But I know next year, a lot of teams going to try to use this. Uh, of course. They're about to lowball everybody. <laughs> bro. 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 Oh, man. It's going to get kind of hectic next year. But we're going to see, though. I already know it's going to get hectic, man. But um, yeah. like you said, we're going to see, man. But uh, hey, bro. So, so to finish it off, have a little fun with a couple questions, man. So uh, the first one I got, um, if you wasn't playing ball, like what do you think you would be doing if you wasn't if you couldn't play basketball? What do you think you'd be doing? Like probably coaching it. Coaching. Like you can't answer that. Just probably just co- uh, coach. Yeah, for sure, for sure, I'll be coaching basketball. If I was done today, I'll probably try to coach college or try to coach in the NBA or something because. I like I, I all I know is the game. You know what I mean. Like the game is like everything I know. You know what I mean. So uh, if I could coach it for sure, that would be my thing. 
Uh, I mean, if I wasn't, if I was just a regular person, I'd probably be working at Target or something. I'd be trying to get a check somewhere, bro. I have mad jobs, you know what I mean? <laughs> Man, said, Target, boy. Nah, hey. I feel you, bro. I, I give it to this basketball thing. It definitely opens up your mind to like business stuff and like what you want to do afterwards, you know what I mean? Like, so you kind of have to do your research and you learn more. That's what this pandemic kind of did for me you know what I mean I kind of took like online classes I learned a lot about real estate shit I learned a lot about business you know what I mean so I would say this would that's what kind of helped me now okay okay that's dope bro so uh my next question it'll be the last one all right so like right now in the league bro like okay NBA is, is the top of the top so what's yeah. your what's your hold on man <laughs> 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 what's your uh your top five players right now but start at five and like give me a little reason why my top five players in the league right now or, or hey, right right now right now all right in the league all right so of course like i said lebron i'm gonna go go go, go go five go go five first go five first like start at five and go to one okay oh like a center yeah, no, 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 no. I'm saying like oh, your, your, your top five. Yeah, just like just start five, four, three, two, one. Like, okay, okay, all right. Uh, so five. I know I'm putting you on the spot, though. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm good. Now nah, let me see. Five. I'm gonna go with. Yo, yeah, you did put me on the spot a little bit. I know I put you on the spot. Let me see. Dang. My top five players. I'm trying to think of positions. That's why. I don't, it don't got to be positions. No, no. Just just five All players. Right. It, it, it don't matter. All right. So five players. I'm going to go with Kyrie, Kimba, Bron, KD. I need a big in there somewhere, huh? It's a tough one too. Yeah. Ah. It's somebody that I just can't think of the name right now. <laughs> you good, but your 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 four is is super solid, and I know why you pick like Kimba and them, them boys all from the crib. So like, all right, 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 right. right. <laughs> uh, damn. Oh. I mean, once I probably hear the name, I'm gonna be like, "Oh yeah, 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 that's him." Uh-huh. So you got what? Uh-huh. You got like, uh, let's see, Cat, AD, and B. Uh, oh yeah, I go, I go with AD. AD. Yeah, yeah, I go AD. That's tough, bro. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Nice that's tough. Dude, that's nice I, I, I know your guy, Bron, though. So yeah, come on, come on now. He the best in the NBA, right? For sure, yeah, in the, in the league, for sure. He been the best for a long time. Yeah, yeah, Jordan, Jordan, the greatest of all time, though. In my eyes, but you, you already know who I'm a Kobe guy. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So like, and, and you know what? Since I never told you this before, I'm gonna tell you now. I put Kobe over. Bro, it's that's just my opinion, but like, I, I don't know, man. Like, the dude is like, he was like different, bro. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was, <laughs> he was different. He was. Bro. But you only understand that once you get older and you, like, really take skill and talent into consideration of being good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. But, dang, when he passed this year, that joint was crazy, yo. Yeah, man. I, 
You already it know it. Kind of, bro. Like, yeah. and, and, you know, like with me, I got daughters, man, and kids, and it just it puts so much things in perspective, man. Like, you know, you like as a father, like you're not a father yet, but once you end up being a father, you'll understand this. But as you as a father, you always want to be that protector. That's just right. once you have kids, it's like nothing will ever happen to them if I got something to say about it. So I, I could just only imagine, man, like in that moment in time, man, like my dude was like, I really can't do nothing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that, that, it opened my eyes so much, man. And then of course I had a connection with him because he's my favorite player of all time. Like, so yeah. I, it, it's almost like I felt like I knew dude and I never met him ever. You know what I'm saying? So that was definitely uh sad, bro. Like RIP to the mama for sure, bro. Like that was super sad, dog. Still to this day, it's not a day that go by that I don't see him on my social media, though. That tell you how, like, great he was, you know what Im- I mean? Impacted the game, man, like, so so much, like, and then not even just with him playing. So when he made that transition, he started impacting it in other ways. So that goes to show, like, what type of dude he really was. He never let people inside, like, how he was as a person when he was playing because he was so locked in on, like, That's trying true. to win. But when he, you know, it's, it's sad that, you know, when, whenever people pass, you really, really see. A lot of times, which is sad. Though. We, we was waiting for this after, like after basketball life, though. Like he would have did it right, right? It was gonna be crazy. It was gonna be crazy. Just like the greats, like like say Bron, for instance, bro. When he finished with ball, like I never was just a crazy Bron fan, mm-hmm. but I respect him because he do so much that ain't even basketball related. You know what I'm saying? Like especially being from a poverty stricken area, and I'm noticing like what he do for you know back home, bro. Like, that made me look at him in a different light. Not even basketball. I mean, the heck with basketball. It's a game. Right. It's greats come in every era. But when dudes impact the game, like, outside of basketball, that's what makes me, like, respect him more because I know them dudes, like, come from all type of different areas, man. Exactly. Like, the school he got, how he put people in housing and transportations. I'm like, yo, he doing it the right way. Exactly. But, um, hey, bro, appreciate you coming on, man. I, I really appreciate you coming through. You know, thanks for having me, bro. As soon as you send me the text, I'm like, whenever you need it. You know what I mean? That's, that's a lot about you, bro. You're a real, you're a real man. You're a real good dude. You know? And I appreciate having you in my life, having you as my old head, you know what I mean? Helping me through everything. Before I sign any deal, who I hit up. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. Like, yo, this is what I got right here. What you think, bro? So, you see what I'm saying? Like, your pain, your word, it mattered to me, and I'm sure it mattered to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? A lot of good people come across you. They never going to forget you, you know what I'm saying? And your family, too, and your pop, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate so, uh, it, dog. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate so, you having me. So, so how, how I normally end the show, man, it's just a little saying. I say all of you know the people that listen. I just be like, let it fly, baby. That's what we do. <laughs> let it fly, baby. That's what we do. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. God bless, man, everybody. You're listening to the LIF Podcast with Pat. Pat.